Alright, whenever you're ready, Giselle. Oh, I'm doing the intro again? Yes, because you're here. Hi, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with our emphasis on our favorites. Alright, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. That's our graphics editor, Giselle. What's up? And that's our sound guy, Joe. Hello. So, before this episode started, um, I was attacked. I was attacked by our friend here. <laughs> okay. Because we I wouldn't were... call it an attack. Oh. Well, here's the thing. We were debate mm-hmm. we were talking about what we we're going to talk about before because, you know, we're not too unprofessional to just improvise every episode. We do though. <laughs> we do, but we were talking about it beforehand <laughs> and Giselle was going around the room going she pointed at Jared and said, "You like Marvel." Yeah. "I like Marvel." And she turned her head very slowly <laughs> and looked at me with very accusatory eyes. Yeah. And she went, what do you like? And I said, because I have to be impartial here, I'm on the show, I am the resident comics guy, I like them both for both different reasons, and you threw up. And he's a coward <laughs> for it, and I'll say it I'm again. I'm a coward <laughs> yeah. for... Okay. Oh you don't have an opinion. You don't have a hill to stake your claim on. I, I will die on this hill, and you okay. will. I literally said this. This was not recorded, but I said this to him. <laughs> I will die on this hill, and you will die in a barren field that has been salted with your blood, which I will spill. Cool. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing, Magneto. <laughs> I can recognize that Marvel does some things better than mm-hmm. DC does. Exactly. And DC does more things does some things better Ooh, yeah. than yeah. Marvel. Change your words. Yeah, you had to change your words. No, there's, <laughs> you there's not more, there's different. They're oh. good at different things. DC has animated shows down. And movies. Absolutely and movies. down. Animated shows, movies, down. Anything that's a cartoon from DC is a hit. Even Teen Titans Go. I was a, about to say, it no. It is a good no. show for its audience. Young for kids. For its audience. Young yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. You're, that's, right. you're not supposed to be watching it. You're like... 4,000 years old, Giselle. Real talk. I'm no, as old as time itself. Real yeah. talk. I grew up with the original Teen Titans anime. Love it. Of course, it's perfect, course. right? It's a, ma- mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece. Watching Teen Titans Go when it was coming out, I'm like, I can, I can get behind the animation. Sure. All right. But it's just the show itself. It's like, not for me. Yeah. But but there are a lot of fourth wall breaks, and, and it mm-hmm. makes fun of other things, of DC and stuff. So I find yeah. it there's funny. Like you a, know? There's like a crowbar. Yeah in the background yeah. that says Jason. Yeah. yeah. And that's so messed up. Yeah. But it's, it's good funny. to DC. Whereas you are you going to compare that to the other the Marvel Kitty show Superhero Force? <gasps> Yo, Superhero Force. Hero up with Iron Man's oh. mouth. Oh, I really love that don't. show. <laughs> As a kid. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's a bad show. It's mm-hmm. a bad show. But the animated Spider-Man shows. Animated though. Spider-Man show, X-Men, mm-hmm. dude. Those, but yes, then again, X-Men. the animated Batman series. Dude, that Batman blows, Beyond. That um. blows all of them out <laughs> of the water. Ooh, what I about, don't know about that. What about Batman Red Hood? That, Under the Red Hood? That was very yeah, good. Yeah, with Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles voiced and Red Hood. John, Don Dima- uh, John DiMaggio John as DiMaggio. the Joker. Mm-hmm. Who's also Jake the dog. Ben the and, the, uh, and the Bender from Futurama. Really? And nice. I did not know that. Okay, I can understand your perspective as a mainstream audience person that would prefer Marvel. You just called her basic, dude. This is why we're divorced now. Okay, (laughs) all right, that's not canon yet. It's canon. It's canon. It's canon. Because the live-action stuff that Marvel has been doing, 
oh iconic, goodness. unparalleled cinematic masterpieces. They have literally taken a kiddie superhero movie genre mm-hmm. and completely obliterated it, completely blew it out of the water, did incredible things. They Made were billions of dollars. Exactly. But it didn't start out like that. It did not. Howard a Duck? Let's not talk about exactly. that. Exactly. That's my point. That's my point. They learned from their mistakes. Mm. And John Favreau himself is a cinematic god. He is amazing. He's iconic. He literally said, hey, I want to make a movie about this comic guy that I like. And I'm going to give myself a tiny part. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give myself Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. It'll make it me happy. It'll make film budget happy. Literally. Great. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for catching on to that. And... Boom. It exploded. We now have upwards of 15 movies and everything. Iconic. And shows. And there are multiple shows. And still more coming Seven out. Seven shows. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Punisher, The Defenders, WandaVision. Am I missing something? Uh, Cap? Well, yeah, that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, has yeah. not been or released yet, but yeah. As of Falcon this recording, it's, it's yeah. out when this episode's out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very well done and very – I think that their effects are incredibly a million times better than DC's live-action effects. Easy. A hundred percent. And the cinematography coming – if Patrick is here, he would have appreciated talking <laughs> cinematography with me. But just the way that the films are presented, their pace, the lighting, the shots, I get it. Batman is, you know, this modern film noir – but, bro, I can hardly see what's happening on screen in Justice That's League really for true. half the time. That's really true. Yeah. It's like DC with Batman is very much sticking to he's grungy, Dark. he lives in yeah. the shadows. Edgy. And I'm like, okay, cool. For a standalone Batman movie, that works. Dark almost, Knight, it works. For yeah. Dark Knight was the only DC live-action movie series that I will admit was phenomenal. Yes. I have studied that movie I have studied, the trilogy, it, it was exquisite. They managed to capture film noir in a way that was classy but modern but also had moments of, like, vague, dry humor mm-hmm. and sarcastic, self-induced commentary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Incredibly well done. Everything after that, absolute garbage. Which, to be... Okay. Would you rather have the Dark Knight series carried on and dragged on until the fans get burned out or just leave it this perfect trinity, or trilogy, rather, that I, will be forever untouched by greedy studio execs. Exactly. Sometimes, if they had taken the sort of layout that they had created for Dark Knight and continued with it, that would have worked. If they had just kind of adapted it. And because it, Dark Knight still had film noir lighting, film noir settings, themes, um, motives, but it also was like, hey, we recognize that we're in the 21st century. We recognize that most, you know, he was a millionaire, right? Yeah. Most millionaires have sort of this lifestyle and sort of like do these things out of, you know, ritual. Or yeah, it's everything. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And they did really well with that. And the Trinity of the Dark Knight is forever going to be my favorite DC live action anything. Mm-hmm. But to give credit where credit's due, in my opinion, I think Aquaman, Shazam, and I guess Man of Steel were pretty good movies. Wonder Woman was a, was probably the best of the bunch. The I disagree. First, the first Wonder I like Woman. I disagree for both Wonder Womans. Really? Wonder Woman, uh, the first one, mm-hmm. I'd say is like average, whereas mm-hmm. 84 I oh. thought was bad. Yeah, I didn't like 84. I'm sorry, Joe, but I know you liked the movie a lot. I was okay lot. with it. I was just really, I was entranced by the uh, performances. And it was also the first movie to, movie I saw in a theater. 
since oh my god the world ended since birds <laughs> of prey ah mm. so i think it was just the nostalgia of being back to the the, the screen mm-hmm. the movie has its issues as yeah. Yeah. as do all movies mm-hmm. but i i just enjoyed it you know yeah. objectively yeah. objectively wonder woman's very good shazam is very good yeah uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Beautiful. It's it's stunning it's visually. Beautiful. I thought weird it was pretty story. Visually, beats. yeah. I think they kind of threw in a lot of too much with Black Manta, but mm-hmm. he's gonna be back in the sequel. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll I think that's fine. just building up, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, hold on, hold on. I don't think we've mentioned this, but this episode, this is Marvel versus DC. Joe oh. versus oh, yeah. Giselle. Let's go. I'm trying to drag you into this. I'm I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. But you're sort of playing the diplomat. I want to see you get no, feral. I, I want to see you get feral. All right. Let's get feral. All right. Okay. Let's get feral over Adam West. Adam West's Batman. <laughs> oh, my God. The greatest thing to ever happen to su- the superhero genre ever. Oh, yeah. No. It was great. Yeah. I miss him. I miss that show. I miss the golden age of comics on screen. Yeah. On screen. It was like gr- the greatest thing ever. You know what's the greatest invention? It wouldn't. What? Shark repellent. Shark repellent? Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, I never really watched it myself. Like, of course I know about it, you know? Start pounding, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it's it's like, it's a classic. You know, it's, it's hard to touch a classic. You cannot mm-hmm. touch that. Yeah. Even, I'll even allow Cesar Romero Joker not shaving the mustache and just painting over it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I can accept it because it's Adam West Batman in the 60s. Yeah. It's it's, it's more, it's ugh. in the beginning of Batman, like, not uh, it, it was, like, not as dark as it is now. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is you a know? show built for all audiences. Yes. Yeah. That is a show you can watch with your kids yeah. and also thoroughly enjoy when you're that age, when mm-hmm. you're a parent yourself. My dad watched it with me. He was like, he saw me playing Batman Arkham, and he showed me the whole show. Yo. And I was like, <sighs> oh, that's another good example. DC the video games. games. Oh, yes. they do have the some good DC video, video games. games. Mainly, mainly really just the Arkham games. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, I mean, I most think... Batman IP games are pretty good. Like, the Telltale series. Lego Batman. Uh. <laughs> I, I really like the that's Lego fun. Avengers and the Lego Marvel superheroes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here we Whoa. go. <laughs> I have... I. Okay, I have the 3DS version of uh, uh, Superheroes, mm-hmm. and it is one of the worst games I have <laughs> ever played. It's so funny. No, it's not. Look, okay, when it comes to normal Lego games, mm-hmm. uh, you just think, you know, freaking Lego Indiana Jones, Lego The Hobbit, Lego Star Wars, right? Lego Harry Potter. Lego Harry Potter. Lego they, they all, all these Lego games follow the Indiana same formula, Jones. right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you die... You just come back. You just lose studs. Okay, cool. And there's like some some standard uh, mechanics that, that works, right? Mm-hmm. But for this 3DS version, it's the most buggy, most difficult, and most annoying game because it doesn't follow the standard Lego formula. Because Lego it can't. game formula, it can't. No, it it uh, it really cannot. It doesn't in, translate in over to 3DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that the 3DS is bad no because it runs freaking uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 3D but regardless 
it it sucks because the the combat is lame. You get there are no hit stuns. There's no iframes. You get when you die when you lose all your hearts. You gotta start the entire thing yeah. over with the collectibles. It is the most annoying thing. Of course, there's like hundreds and hundreds of Marvel characters to like unlock and stuff, but like most of them are are useless. the The most important ones is Spider Man and Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, for some reason. Like for almost every mission, you need one of those two characters. I would say the two most important ones that I main are. That's not that's not what I'm saying about meaning. Oh. I'm just saying to get collectibles and oh, to do the yeah. objectives, and well, like no, it's just so Ms. buggy. Captain Universe does really well on multiple levels. Who the heck is Captain Universe? Oh my gosh, never mind then. Okay, mm-hmm. she I'm does, talking about Miss Marvel, Kamala yeah, Khan. Yeah, but on the Lego Marvel superheroes game, you have a character to unlock Captain Universe. Sure. And but she, which version are you talking about? Are you talking about the 3DS version? Because that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm not I'm talking sure. about the console games. They're not necessarily yeah. the same. Uh, yeah, they're not. Because on the PS4 version, which is the one that yeah, I Yeah, that's have, different. Oh, mm-hmm. that reminds me. I, I have PS4. I have Lego Avengers, or no, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 mm-hmm. uh, for the Switch. Okay. Right? Uh, it's, it's, it's the exact same game for any other console, right? It is so boring yeah it is definitely there is two n- it's so empty it's too big for no reason it's boring it, 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 there's you like have nothing the kind of split up into different sectors yeah like and the, different time zones the and, the content mm-hmm. of it is cool but like Was the execution executed. is terrible the most overpowered character is star lord and all you gotta spam is the the, the gravity grenade thing and you're good. That's how I beat Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> That's how I beat the final boss with just spamming the grenade <laughs> with Star Lord. And really? another thing about Star Lord, mm-hmm. like one of his special actions, he dances and starts shooting. Yeah. Right. And that makes the enemies around you dance. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do, and you win. The Lego games have fallen off since Lego. Yes. It's Star Wars. Has fallen out. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, but. When we're going, you just brought up the PS4. Go ahead. Spider-Man, Spider-Man PS4. for the PS4. And it is a great phenomenal. game. Yes. It is a great game, but you must recognize what it is. An Arkham clone. Yes. It's yeah. made by the same people. Mm-hmm. I, I love that game. That game is great. At great story. Great story. Great game. Gameplay? Gameplay. The combat system is just Arkham. It's just Arkham. Yeah. Yes. Again. But yes. With webs. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's like a little bit from Arkham City there with the swinging, I guess. But like it's Spider-Man, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man has had like thousands of games, and I I would say none of it has really captured the feeling of Spider-Man like this one, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nor has the Arkham captured the feeling of being Batman. Yes. At the time yeah. of Arkham City yeah. or Arkham Asylum was Asylum the first one. is probably like Asylum the is the first one. I have Asylum. People I were really like it. people it's were great. freaking out. People were like, "Yo, I'm Batman!" Yeah. And then they added like the classic skins for the Dark Knight movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. Every everything goes back to Adam. Adam. I must. Adam. I must definitively give the edge for games to DC. Yeah, I will agree with that at least. In terms of gameplay, story mode, Spider-Man for the PS4 is my favorite Marvel game, mm-hmm. but it is literally just Arkham, mm-hmm. but modified. How long was the lifespan of the Avengers game? What game? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Marvel's Avengers game for PS4? It yes. And PS5. It sucks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks. Uh, to complete it, I know Gerard, the completionist, Gerard Dragovarda Khalil. He has to spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars just to complete the game. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like uh, paying stuff for in-game stuff, like in-game purchases. That's the only way to complete it naturally unless you're willing to spend thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours trying to do all the like multiplayer daily mission stuff and like the game itself is just it's not as great as it could have been again there's some potential there and also like just just the animations how the characters look it kind of reminds ugly yeah it kind of reminds me of like no man's sky release because you know it's like hyped up oh yeah and then it just ended up being this bare bones open world yeah and it wasn't until they started updating and adding dlc that it's kind of okay sure scarlet or yeah uh black widow black widow thank Mm -hmm. you she looks terrible yeah she looks awful. Her hair looks disgusting. <laughs> the the it's like puke orange. The uh, outfit for Thor, it's lame. Very cringe. It's like just circles. Yeah. You got six circles on your chest. What is that? And and like Iron Man, it's kind of hard to mess up. Uh, Captain America looks so bland and boring. Bruce Banner. I am white man. Yeah. Literally. Bruce token Banner white man. is just you know same thing. Ugly hair. He just looks. Hey, are you calling Mark Ruffalo? Ugly? That's not what I'm saying. Okay, good. It's not his exact I'm saying likeness. I'm saying the the character models. Like they try to make these characters look super realistic and they do a terrible job at it like most games nowadays. They try to make them look like the movie actors without having the actual likeness yeah. of yeah. the movie actors themselves. I don't know. It's terrible. It like the combat's okay. The story's like whatever. It's like another Avengers disassemble thing. Okay, great. Which okay. And I cannot name, if besides from the 2004 Superman game, a single DC game that was a flop. And I will defend that Superman game because it's so bad it's good. Like The Room. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you just fly through hoops as Superman. But instead of games... Um, and the Suicide Squad game is coming out is next it? year. Oh, yeah. And that right. is... And the Batman one. Yes. Or, uh, the Batman Arkham the Bat Gotham one. Knights. Gotham, Gotham Knights. Knights. It's where you're... It looks so cool. Yes. That is generating more hype, and it's like probably a full year away from release Yeah. than the Avengers movie game <laughs> has, has been doing. Done. Yeah. Has been doing, and it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than games, the comics, the... Oh, since Ooh. you want to get me okay. riled up, right? Okay. I'm going to say this. The reason why I like DC too, mm-hmm. okay? But I mainly stick with like the Teen Titans part of the that of the universe yeah. of, of the of the comics and any other media. But for the comics, one of the main grapes I have is that the countless times DC has just rebooted and like just redid everything. You know, like Honestly, what, four or five times up until this point, changing origins, changing how things happen. It's like, for me, it's just like, it's just very confusing because I, I remember in, in one storyline that Beast Boy and Raven got married or mm-hmm. whatever. They got together and I'm like, that's amazing. I'm so happy. That's like awesome, right? But now it's just not that. And like, you know, there's some versions of, of Cyborg being part of Just League or being part of Teen Titans. There's this and that and the other thing. It's just very confusing to me trying to get into DC because like I used to work at a comic book store Mm -hmm. and like seeing all these different versions of the same character being told differently like it's 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 all right having different versions but like 
trying to be just trying to have a continuous experience i don't know it's just just like for me someone who didn't start at the beginning right it, it's very hard to pick up mm-hmm. in my in my opinion like my favorite DC superhero is uh, Blue Beetle Jaime Reyes, specifically. Ted Court is all right, but that's like a different thing. So I grew up and it got ex- got exposed to Jaime Reyes. So I'm like, okay, this is the one. This is my definitive, air quotes, Blue Beetle, right? Whereas for someone who wants to know more about, I don't know, Flash, Flash is, Flash is the main problem for me. Really? Yes. Flash is the main problem uh, for me, not because I don't like the character. We had a whole entire episode on yeah. it. Not because I don't like his story beats or storyline or whatever. Just because it's because he, up he the is the line. reason why DC is so confusing. Like they just use him. He is the vessel. Yeah. Yeah. He is the vessel for which all, basically all of the reboots start. Yeah. Yep. Flashpoint, uh, New Fifty Two, uh, uh, all this stuff. It's because of him, and like. <sighs> with Marvel I'm sorry but like the reason why I love Marvel more is they keep reboots and stuff to a minimum mm-hmm. and all of their storylines interconnect with each other Yeah. so if you want to read and experience the entirety of like the Infinity Gauntlet saga in the comics you gotta buy some of Spider-Man some of Iron Man some of Fantastic Four some of this some of that to tell a coherent story to then leads up to Infinity War or in the Infinity Gauntlet stuff. It's like, I don't know, just for me, it's more fun. It's, 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 yeah, it's a little bit all, like over the place, but at least it's in the same timeline. At least it's in the Very same true. universe. Is it? is it? What are you talking about? Okay. I will mm-hmm. give you that, that it is sometimes complicated to catch up on comics when there's just so much load. There's this literally. From going back to the 50s, and yeah. the fo- sometimes even the 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will defend DC and its reboots because they might do it abruptly, but they do it in an organized way. Okay. They What they use reboots to do ever since Blackest Night slash and Crisis on Infinite Earth is what they do is they, all right, scrap this universe. We have too many stuff going on. We have too much. It's getting too damn complicated. Let's start from scratch. Let's get rid of all of the stuff that the fans don't like and only keep the things that the fans do like. Okay. For example, Wally West. Okay. They they wanted to explore the potential of Wally West, Mm -hmm. so kill off Barry Allen in Crisis of Infinite Earths. They wanted to do more stuff with Batman, so they introduced, they reintroduced, I should say, Jason Todd. Mm -hmm. I think Marvel is also guilty of doing the same thing with having com- confusing reboots because Marvel does reboot. Yeah. You cannot yeah, deny of course, that. Of course. They do. But they do it way more subtle and I think some people can prefer that. That's fine. But I can't keep track of Earth 616. How many times has that Earth been destroyed? How Okay. What timeline does Old Man Logan What timeline does that take place in? Huh? House of M? In the future. In the, mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of which future? <laughs> right. Okay. I see what you mean, but like. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the same thing could be said about Batman Beyond. Right. But mm-hmm. that's typically, well, the way that most people For, read that is it's just a DC universe in which there's like just bat, mainly just Batman, mainly just dealing with the Batman stuff. I think DC is better at keeping comic lines. For one character consistent. Okay. When I'll you have give you that. Batman, um, 
the whole Joker saga. Yeah. End game. That's literally what one of the comics is called. Uh, death of the family, death in the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Owl House. if you want to read a story, if you want to be like, you know what? <clears throat> I want to read a story where Batman beats up the Joker. Great, here you go. Or the Joker beats up Batman. Right. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You get Endgame. You get the War of Jokes and Riddles or mm-hmm. something. But if I want to read a story in which Spider-Man takes on the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Which one? Exactly. Right. And which Spider-Man, no, no, which no, 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 version of the six? No tie-ins, mm-hmm. no tie-ins to, like, you Anything know. Anything else. Iron Man, any of that crap. I right. just want to watch, I just want to read Spider-Man coming over immense odds, which he does. Which you can, yeah. But mm-hmm. there, there's just so much. You just, so much you have to read through. And I think Marvel, in an attempt to be more edgy and more shock-inducing, has had a lot more controversies, as in, just straight up bad comics. I think one more day. I would say that the most complicated parts of Marvel for me is X Men. Number one for me, I yeah, I stay away from X Men because yeah, there's a lot of time travel, there's a lot of this and that, a lot of weird stuff going on. Which you know, that's you guys, that's the point of the X Men mm-hmm. and Spider Man because not only there's a Spider Verse other other than just a plain multiverse of Marvel and DC, regardless, regardless. Um, there's so many Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, there's a quite a few in the same 616 universe. You know, uh, Peter Parker, Cindy Moon, uh, Spider-Woman. Spider-Man 2099. That's 616? Yeah, in the future. Yeah. yeah. It's just Batman Beyond, but Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But for me, I just think in – or in, and Doctor Strange, which can get weird. Um, but I just think it's – for me, For me, it's just easier to, to follow up with – Marvel comics, it, that like that is fair for dealing with for my for example my favorite superhero Daredevil. There's I can just read issue fifty to fifty or fifty to sixty nine, uh, and have know a lot and not be confused about other things. Daredevil is also a relatively new, relatively new eh. person. Eh. Superman dates back to the ni- to nineteen forty eight. Right, right. Batman, super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I Captain get Captain America dates back to nineteen forty forty. Right. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Hold on. Let me see when Daredevil came out. Uh, it was in April sixty four. Yeah, nineteen sixty four. Relative. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, it's st- he's still pretty old. With a deeper history becomes more complicated history. Yes. That is very true. But like that that could be said for so many different characters. And and in in the comics and stuff, I don't know. But movies, yes. Oh, TV shows, oh. like like how we started this. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm done with my rant. I, okay. I I got I got through like everything I wanted to say. You you wanted to see yeah. me what riled up? I got riled <laughs> up. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I, my biggest thing, like I'm pretty sure both of you guys summed up all of the issues that I have with comics. My mm-hmm. One of my biggest issues, you've mentioned it, you've talked about it, that was your whole rant, time travel. Whenever you introduce time travel in any given universe, there has to be set rules or else the writers just have this loophole like mm-hmm. they do with Barry Allen to just scrap everything, let's start here. Mm-hmm. Or scrap these pieces, let's take these instead. And it makes me kind of mad because as someone who has watched the Flash like show yeah. itself... I it's hate good. it. Like I, I love the show yeah. at least until like season three. Yeah. Because then you know mm. time travel and then things get weird and they consistently get weirder. 
and you have to kind of remind yourself, wait, no, this character was like non-powered, but then when he reset the timeline, he's powered, and now he reset it again, so now he's technically experimenting with someone, and that's how he gets his powers now. See, with Marvel's version, right, Quicksilver, Mm -hmm. the the main speedster, he only time travels like once, and I don't think Mm -hmm. it's like that big of a deal Mm -hmm. in, in terms of the entire universe or whatever, but like Quicksilver himself, of course, not as flat or as fast or as powerful as of any of the flashes. I don't mm-hmm. think, but Quicksilver, like, still holds on, holds holds its own against stuff. Yeah, you know, like like he, he can he can do a lot. He's definitely because I think Barry has more gimmicks yes. in terms of like using the speed force, using yes. time travel, using you yeah. know like his lightning and everything. Yeah, Quicksilver is like I'm it's, fast. It's, it's fast and he, he just superhuman abilities. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Literally like the ability to in a sense he can manipulate his own momentum yes. and that's what gives him sort of the appearance of superhuman strength. Like he can still vibrate, but mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not to the extent of the flash where he can vibrate his molecules and stuff. Yeah. He can, no. Uh, not that, not like that. Like for example, a feat uh, that Quicksilver has done with his speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America and him were fighting, right? Uh, Quicksilver was running. He Cap throws his shield, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But the wind behind Quicksilver is strong enough to just to make uh, Cap's shield just bounce right off. And that's just the wind. That's mm-hmm. how fast he's running. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, you know. Quicksilver, Quicksilver's a guy. He's a dude. He's a dude. You know? I don't know. But go go on. Um, I don't know. I just think time travel itself is just really confusing. Doctor Strange, love him to pieces, love his character arc. Yeah. There is a arc where Tony Stark does become Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. Yeah. The, that, uh, the Superior? Superior Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. He does become Sorcerer Supreme. And yeah. then, um, oh... The what's the name of the reboot of Iron Man? The girl one. Ironheart. Iron yeah. I what's like her Iron actual Heart. name? Riri. Williams? Yeah, Riri Williams. Yep. I like her. Riri Williams goes to like I think it was the North Pole or sure. something to like find Tony Stark because uh-huh. that's where he's been hiding out, and she's like, "Hey, what have you been doing?" And he's like, "I'm technically 112 years old. Yo. I'm dying, and I have to keep myself <laughs> in this state of energy, or else I will die." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, okay." Um, I have your entire consciousness like uploaded to this thing and he's like yeah you're my Jarvis yeah and I love that because Tony Stark has consistently shown himself to always evolve with his tech mm-hmm. like the skin armor mm-hmm. you know the one that literally is housed in the hollows of his bones mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool and especially with the introduction of extremists he's introduced with like new powers telekinetic powers um, tele technokinetic powers actually and it shows that Marvel's, like, keeping a consistency to them. Right. Because Tony Stark's thing is, like, bad guy yeah. turned good guy. Yeah. Have a fall from grace. Mm. And in nearly, no, actually in every single comic run, there's always one health problem that leads him to rely on technology. Right. And it works out really well because they have so much room to kind of manipulate his story throughout all of the different Earths without it seeming too confusing or too repetitive. Usually when when it comes to like different Earths and stuff and different versions of character, m- more or less they're they're kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like like for mm-hmm. example in um Peter Parker 616 and the Peter Parker in um uh uh 
Spider-Gwen's universe. Mm -hmm. They're both scientists. They're both really smart. They're both kids. They're both picked on and bullied. But they both choose different paths on how to to change that. One Mm -hmm. gets bitten by a radioactive spider and becomes a hero. Mm -hmm. The other one becomes the lizard. This, mm-hmm. That versions of the lizard and stuff, you know, like, but th- there, there are some parallels, but yet differences. Um, also, between both franchises, there are like different layers or ver- or level <laughs> levels <laughs> when it comes to like the entire universe. Like, there is the normal stuff, like wh- whatever's happening in Earth. Then there's the cosmic stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's the myth mythical magic stuff. You know, like yeah. there's different things going on for, for both universes and stuff. And there's a lot there. There is. Justice League Dark, Vertigo. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go into Doctor Strange's stuff, there's, I don't remember what the magic like part mm-hmm. is, if it's not, not just Doctor Strange runs. But here's the thing about Marvel and DC. They are t- trapped in a time loop, if you will, okay. of always copying one another. Mm. Yes. They definitely pick up ideas from from each other. Like the Punisher was clearly influenced by Batman in some aspects. Moon Knight, I would say. Yeah, Moon Knight's one of the closest to Batman. But then there's also Daredevil in a sense. Yeah, I think Daredevil, Moon Knight, and Punisher were all kind of forged the same way. But Punisher was their way of making Batman. With less morals, with but different guns. morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Batman's like, I don't use guns, I don't yeah. kill people. Yeah. And then you just got the Punisher just laying down lead mm-hmm. on anyone he comes across. If, if I'm not mistaken, Punisher has killed the, the Marvel Universe like once or twice. I think and he's killed them once. Deadpool has killed them twice. There it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the newest version of Jason Todd, the Red Hood, obvious inspiration by the Punisher. Right. Mm-hmm. Very obvious. Which came first, Solomon Grundy or the Hulk? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, I would assume the Hulk. You are incorrect. Solomon oh. Grundy came first? Yes, he did. Weird. Interesting. Who? Uh, the Flash obviously came before yeah. Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman, obviously inspired. Hyperion. Yep. Hyperion, the century. Hyperion, what what, yeah, they were inspired by. Bog, bog standard, you know. Yeah. I'm a good guy. I'm an alien. You can't shoot me. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, yeah. Ding. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to think this is, this is a relatively recent thing. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new Modoc show that Marvel is I have not out? seen the trailer. It no. is a animated show that Marvel is putting out, probably on Disney Plus. Yo. And it is cover it is all right, the typing sounds. Sorry. Right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um <laughs> it is gonna be a comedy. Comedy um animated show based around a villain. Yep. Now ha- where have we seen that before? Yeah, the animation's weird. Hold on. If, if it loads. It won't. Obvious inspiration from Harley Quinn. Ooh. The Harley Quinn show that's out on DC Universe right now. Yes, it's good. It's very good. It's really good. So, and I think that MODOK, it could be a good show. Yeah. But it's it's another example of Marvel copying DC. And DC cop- copies Marvel as much, if not more, than the vice versa. Mm-hmm. But they are forever locked in this back and forth. Mm-hmm. Not that that is necessarily a bad thing. Mm. Because where some things, some things are obviously meant to fail, so others could rise. Mm-hmm. And that is the symbiotic relationship between Marvel and DC. So that's why, that is why I think I love them both. 
you could pick your side. You could be all dogmatic and be like, oh, I only like this. If you like this, I'm going to pulverize your elbows. Uh, no, I never <laughs> said that I only liked Marvel. Mm, I prefer mm -hmm. Marvel. Okay. Marvel is my favorite comic company out of the two. And I think that in terms of overall, like if you had to categorize like TV shows, movies, comics, full length novels, mm -hmm. I would pick Marvel. You're mm -hmm. looking at the world through black and white lenses. And that is how every conflict on this planet has started. I'm just saying. You have to recognize both the good and the bad from all of your mediums. Quoting Nick Fury, the yeah. world isn't so black and white anymore. Well, which is which one is he? Which Nick Fury are we talking here? MCU Nick <laughs> the black Fury. one or the white one? <laughs> yeah. That's Samuel L. Jackson okay. one. The mm -hmm. best one, honestly. 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 I want either Samuel L. Jackson or Morgan Freeman to voice my life. Fun fact, Nick Fury, that version of Nick Fury. Which one? No, the the newer one, the black oh, one. The right. MCU. Is based off of Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Great. So, and then... And then he, he like, played the role. Yeah, uh -huh. it's beautiful. I love that. Really <laughs> I love that. full circle. It's, you know, it rhymes. What? It rhymes. What rhymes? It. That's, Everything that's, rhymes. What? that's a Star Wars reference. Oh. Kathleen Kennedy says for the, for the sequels that, you know, Star Wars rhymes. Anyways, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Make sure to also follow, subscribe, or whatever to our Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, I mean, that's how you're listening to us right now. So give us a rating. That would be lovely. And we'll catch you on the next one. You see, this is why I love the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, uh, no, IDW, because they're they're just so consistent. There's just like one line, and it's just is there though? Yeah, like How many for, crossovers? For, for the main. That's not what I'm saying. For like the mm. main story of the comics is just like one thing, but of course there's like side stuff, spinoffs. But like for the main stuff is just one right after the other, and that's why they're so great. I, I could it. spoil the last Ronin for you right now. I mean, not really. I think I'm about to witness a murder. Yes. Turtle power. <laughs>